Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 75 of Psychotic and Iconic. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in tonight. Thank you to everybody that's tuned into our live stream. Please share if you haven't done so already. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. Mikey P is back tonight, along with Pauls and Nick Theories. Philly Phil is out tonight. He is on vacation for his birthday because he don't care. His birthday is more important, obviously, <laughs> I guess, whatever. Happy birthday, Philly Happy Phil. Birthday, yeah, everybody. absolutely. Almost Love birthday. You. And everybody needs a break. Everybody needs a vacation. So, yep. you know, it's... It's good. It's good for the mental health. Mental health. Everything. Absolutely, man. That you know, matters. there's a lot of there's a lot of advocates out there for it. So, you know, I didn't have the right kind of break that. from this show, guys. I'm gonna be honest with you. You but had a work event. I got something for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm back, fellas. I'm happy to be here, but it wasn't what it was made out to be. Pauls, I appreciate you defending my reputation. There's no way an Iron Man streak of 72 straight episodes gets broken by a work event, pals. You guys know me. I ain't missing this because of work. I literally was physically unable because I'm not going to go into detail. I'll let the sounds do the talking. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds accurate. (laughs) And it went all over your bathroom floor. All night long. All night long. It's all good. It was so foul, man. Back though, you lost some weight. Yeah, you know, you're not kidding. Honestly, brand new digestive tract. You're good. I don't need that stomach bug. I gotta lose some weight. No, I was gonna say, I don't even, I don't even, I don't need to do half the work now to get the beach body back. So, we're good, fellas. Um, Happy to be back though. You guys did an excellent job in my absence. All right, let's get right into this shit. P&I, episode 75. That's right, 75. That's a milestone, fellas. Oh, what's going on here? 75 and alive, There we go. Come on, let's go. 75, thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, we got a nice show for you tonight. So P&I, episode 75. That's interesting, Mike. (laughs) I'll give it it a little something. That's dope. You guys have to have your phones. (laughs) <laughs> See, real team players, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, appreciate your sacrifice, oh, Mr. Theories. Sacrifices. Yeah. Philly Phil's in LA. All right. For the name in the front, bro. Facts. <laughs> You're the man, Mick, uh, Nick Theories. I said Mick. I was going to say Mr. 
All right, PNI episode 75. That's right. Is brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New players who sign up today using the promo code Iconic, right? Will receive a hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Prize Picks, daily fantasy made easy. Also, Billy Phil, there he is again. He just landed in LA and he's still on the plane and tuning into PNI. That's real love, and don't ever say he doesn't. That's care. true dedication right there. What a guy. Also, don't forget go check us out at the Props Network propshq.com go subscribe there you will not regret it guys i gotta open with jay wright jay wright randomly retires hell of a career 60 years old oh my god he's got the best program in the nation honestly i had to think about it i think he's got the best basketball program in the country one of the best college sports programs in the country maybe if doc flops you got your new Sixers coach right there? I think he's done. Yeah, I think he might be done, too. He went on all his terms. He deserves it, though, right? Earned. He deserves it. Um, secondly, Mike was just showing me that J.J. Arthega-Whiteside is switching to tight end. Who knows if it keeps him around any longer? I mean, he is a good blocker. He's got some size. Pause. But I don't, know if he's, I don't know if he's got it here. He stinks. He sucks. The, let's move on. He sucks. <laughs> yeah, he don't he sucks. fucking stinks. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, he does. I mean. He needs to be out of here. We're talking about J.J. Arcega Whiteside here. He's garbage. Factual. Uh, he, he can move the running back. It don't matter. <laughs> For real. Bench. It don't matter. Yeah, it don't matter. He's trash. All right. Let's rock. And Sean Payton, by the way, guys, he kind of, kind of, sort of. I mean, he made some comments about the whole Dolphins thing, and it kind of seems like it was all true. It was being done through back-channel intermediaries, okay? So it seems like there was some truth to the fire. Maybe we see it next year. Who knows? We're not going to spend too much time on it tonight. But without further ado... Oh, it's beautiful. I think you know what's happening. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I think you know what's happening here, fellas. Play the damn song! The fucking. And it's deserves. Play you, the fucking! I we were going to sweep them. Love it. You did. You did. We I confirmed that earlier. Chance. I mean, we were talking about it, man. It seems like going into the series, everybody was down on the Sixers. I don't understand that. For no apparent reason. They're laying in the weeds. I mean, they had been coasting. Whatever. James Harden was what he was. Uh, he looks wow. fine. They gave him a reason for for that. I mean, I, I mean, they didn't sleep on him just because they were people hate them. They were slept on because they weren't playing well. Chess. So let's just call it what it is. You know what eh, I mean? I mean, there's some facts facts right there too, Nick Theories. Um, fellas, Joel Embiid in overtime with a step back three Oof. pointer Oof. to win game three and go up three zero. Bro. Wow. And I got to admit, I got to admit, I'm going to ask you your thoughts, but man, that that particular two possessions was poo at the end. Mm -hmm. And he salvaged it behind the three-point line, nonetheless. Doc draws up a nice play. Didn't think Joel was going to be the guy getting it behind, behind the three-point line, right? Yeah. Those, what those are your are thoughts, games, though? Those are games we normally lose. I was shocked That's we exactly won. exactly what I was going to say. Um, Doc Rivers, I can't believe I'm saying this, is coaching circles around Nick Nurse. Switches, subs, 
Tobias Harris is earning his contract. Locked Siakam's ass up last night. I think that warrants an alarm. Yeah. Because Doc Rivers is out coaching Nick Nurse. This is the Doc is Rivers. Is that fair to say, though? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He's got a better roster. These are, these are true facts here. I mean, I he's can't got deny a, that. Of course, he's, of course it's going to look like he's out coaching somebody. He's, he's had, had a better, better roster. roster than everybody last year, too, and he was ass in the playoffs. And ass. De first of all, it depends, deserves, on who, it depends who you play. He deserves coach of the year for not playing DeAndre Jordan anymore. Oh, my God. Thank God we bullied him in the Paul Reed. Um, B-ball Paul. B-ball Paul. He's just he's making... Like, Out he's, the mud. He didn't do the all-bench lineup. Thank God. It just, seems to have gotten a handle on the rotation. Right? And, yeah, and, like, the team seems together. They really do. Like, Dan, like Danny, from Danny Green to to Maxi to Embiid, all of them, they just see, they feel like a team. And I feel like that moment yesterday for Embiid, like, those are galvanizing moments that can, that can push teams... In the right direction. Well, you saw with the Kawhi shot, right? What was it, it? Two did, years yeah. ago now? Three years? Jesus Christ! Three. Yeah, it was the, you know, yeah, right in that, okay. right in that same building. All right. But does it have the same sting though? Like, okay, like you have all right, and B hits that. I, I see what you guys are saying. Like, does that propel a team in the next round? But I feel like if MB did that to like a Brooklyn team, a Celtics team, like like a team of that magnitude. I feel like that would be the equivalent of the Kawhi shot. Uh, I mean, and opinion. it was a game seven too, Nick. So I mean, True. Um, there was more meaning there. But for the Sixers lose this game, though, they lose this game. You keep that team alive, and the Sixers. I mean, I can't remember a time where they like they always lose in these moments. Always. They find a way to lose games like this. They're down seventeen. I mean. Usually it's them blowing a lead, but they, they're they down 17 at one point in this game. They come all the way back. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, they should have won it in regulation. Honestly, Tobias got fouled. Yeah, he got, uh, he got crucified under the I rim. I wanted him to make that, but And I'm I was happy. losing my shit because I thought that that was going to, you know, translate to a normal Sixers loss, right? Yeah. I just, to me, I just feel like the team's headed in the right direction. I love where they're at. They're going to sweep them on Saturday. Absolutely. It's Get your brooms out. And I just, for Embiid, the so Raptors... Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah. like, I think the Sixers actually played like trash. They did. And they still won. <laughs> yeah. And they still won on the road. Like, that's impressive to me. So, it's just like, my thing is, it's like the Raptors, they're just not, they're just not in their league. They're, they're, the Sixers are too star heavy now, especially with the, um, you know, uh, the emergence of Maxi this year. Like, that has literally propelled the Sixers to be where they're at. Put them years ahead. Most absolutely. player. He's a stud. Don't get it, but he should have got it. Like even if Harden is a little, little washed, let's just call it right. That's the consensus. He's being asked to be a playmaker. Uh, he don't look like the scoring threat that he once was. I'll agree with you there. He looks a little sluggish at right. times, right? Yeah. Like he, he he looks like he don't have bounce. He don't. Balls. Yeah. He doesn't have like. <laughs> he's just not shifty. Like he he doesn't have the moves anymore. Like I I, I can't explain it. Every time he drives, he's it's always it's either getting blocked or he's getting like he draws the defenders yeah. in. Like, I, and, kinda, uh, I just I think I can explain it. I don't know. I don't think he's not an MVP anymore. He's just a star, and that's okay. That's so all we oh, need him to be. So that, back to fine. my point. So back to my point was like you know, even if Harden is a little washed, okay, Maxi's emergence literally propelled the Sixers. Still, 
it like, negated it, it, right? It, 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 it does because it actually gives you another dimension because you have Tobias Harris too as your four. He's fine. And he's playing yeah. phenomenal basketball Absolutely. right now. Exactly. This is the best I've ever seen him. He's this is he the first time since he signed that contract. He's playing his role. Or I feel like he was worth the money. First time I could say it. He's playing his part two like a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's. I, I'm. I'm happy for Tobias too. Me too. He deserves it for real. He does. Me too. Man. He's put put in the work and, uh, and he's, he's been good, asking to. Good guy. Know, good take teammate. sacrifices. Good teammate. Good guy. He's he's awesome, man. Go for him. He's easy to root for. Yeah, for sure. But fellas, I think that's enough of the Sixers. It was an awesome celebration. Um, they should close it out. We will see on Saturday. All right. But we got some major news. First, I mean, there's two parts here. Two of the teams that were in the finals last year got dealt with major news in the last 24 hours. So we'll start with the Phoenix Suns. Nick, this is your guy here. Yeah. T-Book, Devin Booker, grade one hamstring strain, out two to three weeks. At first, it was looking like, all right, he's missing two games. Now, the series is in question. I mean, that... That pretty much rules out the series part of the next one if they get there. So that's the question. How does this affect the Suns? Are they going to get there? Because it's 1-1. I didn't see that coming, personally. Willie Green. Here, here's the thing. If Chris Paul is that dude, right? If he is that guy, he is taking the Suns by himself without D-Book, and he's winning this series. They were the number one seed. They won 60-something games. Like, this team is just, even without the book, they are still deep enough to kind of, like, just get by. And then that can buy them some time for deep book to come back. So, do I think the Suns are in trouble? I mean, <laughs> losing losing a star player in deep book who I love, is is never good. But... I still think they they will find a way to win. I think like the veteran presence of Chris Paul is going to get it done for them. And they played great basketball without Chris Paul. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, they should do it again in theory. I agree with you, Nick. Mm -hmm. There's no excuses here. This is the Pelicans. I mean, kudos to Willie Green. I know Mike's about to say something there. Mm. But, I mean, I didn't think they'd even take a Sorry. game. I, I thought maybe they'd they'd win in five, but they'll, they'll take one in their place. They go and win one in Phoenix? And then D-Book gets hurt, too? It's interesting now. I mean, we have to at least acknowledge that. I, I think that Phoenix will still win it, probably more likely in six at this point. I would say six or seven, too. But I think that actually helps the Suns. Explain. Because at that point, you're dragging the series in the next week. Because if, you're, if game seven is next Thursday, there's a week cut into that. Then you normally get a few days off by the time the next series, which they'll... If another series is going six or seven games, that also is giving you time. So I still think they're going to win. I wouldn't sleep on the Pelicans, though. Um, to piggyback off of Willie Green, Willie Green is one of the next coaches. Like, he's got next. Willie he's, Green, <laughs> Green, Green. He is awesome. <laughs> Will, he, they were terrible the first half of the year. And then they trade they they caught on. And Willie, like, you could just tell. You know when they do mic'd up and they show him in the huddle? Like, his messages are heard from those teammates. They're engaged, and you could tell that they respect him as their leader. But, I mean, I think the Suns should pull it out, but I don't think it's going to be easy, to be honest, because something that's not being talked about right now, Brandon Ingram, he's a killer. 
is playing like a like an actual star. Mm -hmm. I'm dead serious. He's playing like Jason Tatum. He took the leap that Ben Simmons, the guy taken before him, should have taken. Yeah, that never took. Well, this never is took. the opportunity for DeAndre Ayton to show what he's made of Facts, too, right here. And I think he's going to. Now, here's the thing. You know I love DeAndre Ayton. I said a, a very hot take last week. I don't know if you heard it, if you didn't listen. It was a crazy hot take. He was laughing. Go ahead. I said right now, if, if you're starting for the audience, one if more you're time. starting a franchise, I think that I would take DeAndre Ayton over Anthony Davis, because that's how I think that's more though how much faith I do not have in Anthony Davis. Is this taking everything into account or just straight up talent? Everything into account. Everything into oh, account. Then I'm right with you. I'm, I'm taking DeAndre too, Ayton, Nick? and I think DeAndre Ayton gets gets lost a little bit behind Chris Paul and D Book. And also, like what you said about Chris Paul carrying them, I think he can because he did it with the Thunder. Yeah. He did it with the Young Thunder, and he they should. took the Rockets. They're a the great team. Um, I think they're going to be fine. And I think Chris Paul can get them through, and then I think D-Book will be back in two weeks. It's truly a sad story, honestly. Yeah, it's The tough. way they were rolling. Um, you never know what happens here, man. I, I mean, young team gets inspired. They take a game. They're going back home now. I, just, I love Willie Green, man. I do, too. I think man. he's an awesome coach. and The way he's got uh, Ingram playing is unbelievable. And so, it's crazy because... The thing that really made them take off was C.J. McCollum. Who's being asked to be more of a ball handler Correct. and, and distributor. Correct, and it took so much pressure off of Ingram to just be the only scorer. Now, like, they have a formidable backcourt. And he looks good doing it, by the way. I know. He, I mean, he was obviously asked to play a different role with Portland. He went from no a two it. to a one. So who, t who takes D-Book's spot? Ooh, I don't think Cameron Payne would start. Um, I, Cam Johnson? That's a great question, Nick. Probably because campaign kind of needs the ball. So I still think he's going to come off. The problem is now is you could switch off D-Book and Chris Paul where you can keep one of them on the floor at all times. So for 48 minutes, you have elite guard play. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have that anymore because Chris Paul, when he does rest and you bring in Cam Johnson, well, he's good. He's, just, he's, you know, he's a viable play option, but he's not Devin Booker or Chris Paul. Right. So that is definitely a different dynamic because on the flip side now, you have Ingram and McCollum for 48 minutes if you mm -hmm. stagger their minutes correctly. Yeah. But I Chris Paul is going to need to score more, too. He's going to need to take some more shots. I love the point on Aiton, though. This is a big opportunity for Aiton to, to show what he's made yeah. of and show that Prove he can it. take over. No Prove doubt. you're that dude. And he's up for a deal. His contract's coming, so. That happened fast. All right, Ooh. fellas. Next up, the Milwaukee Bucks. And we don't have a timeline yet, but Chris Middleton goes down. MCL injury. Defending champions. And the Bulls just took one. They almost took game one, and they shot literally 30-something percent. Mm -hmm. I mean, they played awful, and they could they could have legitimately taken game one. Kinda so this true. is a team, it feels like the Bulls were largely being ignored. Everybody's got this a sweep or five games, right? They go and take one in Milwaukee. And now Middleton could be gone. And this is a team where they got some pieces there. They might be able to do some damage. So how are we feeling about this? Because I feel like at least Middleton's got to probably miss <clears throat> one, maybe two games. He's definitely got to miss one. There's well, he's no... out indefinitely. That's, is that what they said? Yes, that's that the, doesn't sound That's positive. the latest ruling? That was an hour ago. So, I mean, that's not that good. ain't looking too good. Well, no. I said it last pod. I said, yo, the Bulls, man, don't sleep on them. Good I, call. I did. Because they play well. I know. I, I feel I know, like yeah. they can give Milwaukee fits. Nick, they play well. And they can. Passion. And I said 
passion. The, yeah, exactly right. DeMar DeRozan, <laughs> he had like what, like one of his worst games of, of his career. And I said, I can guarantee you he bounces back. And he, he did. He 41, dropped a 41. 41. Yeah. Dropped a 41 40 piece. 40-piece nugget. Yeah. Extra spicy all legs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, write that down. <laughs> like for real. So like, if if he can if he can do that, he negates Giannis. And, major. and that, that's major because they have Zach Levine with especially with Middleton out. <clears throat> yo, the Bucks are in trouble. <clears throat> Straight up. I agree, actually. I actually think now you're looking at if he's out this series, I would still take the Bucks, but it's gonna be six or seven. Because I'm I'm even if they didn't have Middleton, I would still say five or six. Like I think it was going six either way. They may get a a, a seventh game here. And for me, the the Bulls don't have Lonzo. If they had Lonzo, I might actually tip a little bit. Not that he's like a, a total. No, that would changer, make a major difference. But I Lonzo think. is somewhat of a difference maker in scenarios. And for me now, a lot of pressures on Giannis. A lot of pressure. So, on what's Giannis. your percent chance for? The Bulls to win. I would say thirty to forty percent. I still lean. Say roughly twenty-five. I still lean to Milwaukee, but, but they're they're a team that, like you know, compared to the Pelicans, I wouldn't I, sleep I, on the Bulls because Levine they were they were playing very well in the beginning of the season. They kind of slid. All right, they fell down the ladder, and uh, they still got talent there, though. I'll they say got this. some guys there. Levine if, and Demar, Demar could get you forty. Yeah, no doubt. I'll say this. If if Middleton is out for the series, the, the Bulls are winning. Wow. Good for you. Go theories. I, I I just feel like they have it, man. Like they got good pieces over there. Like for they're being slept on. Caruso. Like, no doubt. They got scrappy players. They got ballers. Like, they got guys that, that aren't scared to shoot. Nope. They're, 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 you know, they all like they all play as a team. And like I just when I when I watched them. Last night, Passion. I, I I I saw a team that that knows that they could beat them. Like they're not scared of the Milwaukee Bucks. They went into Milwaukee and took a game. And they they like, could have taken two. They could the first play right like that. that was that was right. That gave them the confidence though mm-hmm. to know that like yo we could do this. We could beat them. I don't Breach. care what the fucking press says. We're here. And let me tell you something else that I like more about the Bulls. I think Billy Donovan's a better coach than Mike Budenholzer. You know, not too long ago, I think that most people would have agreed with you. I know he, he won finally the chip. got the ring. I know he won the chip, but I actually believe that Billy Donovan is a better, like, I just think he's a better coach in college. I, I yeah, but I'm not gonna say the NBA. Yet. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna reach that far. But I don't think it's like that big of a separation gap between the two of them, for what it's worth. I actually didn't even realize they were in Milwaukee, dude. That like went over my head. Yeah, that's the that's crazy major. part about it. I, I actually like, didn't realize. The thing that, is, to be honest. Bro, I gotta be honest. If he's out for the series, it's going seven for sure, in my opinion. You know, and I think Milwaukee would win it, game seven at home. Huh. But it would be, it will not be an easy pass. You know, I hate to say this because I picked Milwaukee to go pretty, pretty far. Well, actually, I haven't won this, this round, mm-hmm. in our bracket, that we did a couple episodes ago. And but now I gotta be honest with you guys, bro. I I think Bulls are winning in six. Wow, you think six? I think, well, that's in Chicago. I think, next four? I think Chicago's gonna win the next two. I think the Bucks are gonna win at home, and I think Chicago's going back home, and they're gonna seal the deal. God wow, Nick theories. I mean, if that happens, dude, kudos to you, bro. But this damn, this bro, Bulls, that's crazy. This Bulls team is no joke, and if you don't have Middleton, I mean. 
that's a that's a big piece missing, bro. That's twenty five points. Yeah, that's bro. what I'm saying. Either and way. rebounds, like you gotta you gotta replace that production. If you have guys on your roster that could do that, great. But, but they don't. You still <laughs> so, have Drew and Giannis. Okay. Giannis is. Giannis is a difference maker. Yeah, but so is Demar Derozan, so is Zach Levine, and so is the other boys they have. Some of the parts might be able to cancel out. So let me say might this: be. Like, I like Patrick might... Williams on the on the Bulls. I, I think got, he could play. I, I got something for you. I think the, he's a solid player. The best player in the series is Giannis. Absolutely. But without Middleton, you could actually make an argument that the Bulls are the better team right now. That's what I'm saying. That's what that's I'm a, saying. That's a fair. And argument. That's why I'm taking the Bulls. I think the Bulls are going to actually win this series. If Middleton, fuck it, I don't care. With or without Middleton, I think the Bulls are. <laughs> and real, you know bro. what, Nick? I'm dead ass. I, I, he's missing at least a game or two, bro. They we believe can at least, they can win. Yeah. That's the that's major. If you could believe that you can win, fuck the talent part. You know that you're talented. Whatever, a team can have more talent, and they, and they can know that. But they don't. If they don't believe they can win, then you're done. Believe they your believe they can win, and they had the talent to do it, and they had the next two games at home. They are in prime position to actually steal this series from the Bucks, and I think they're going to do it. And, and you want to know what it. else here? I think the way this shapes up, as far as the bracket goes, okay? I mean, <clears throat> there's so many people, countless experts, had the Bucks repeating, okay? I think it's already wide open. They're out. First of all, I mean, this is going to be a good segue for the, the next conversation, but yep. things are looking pretty fucking good for the Sixers. I'm just going to say, the Bucks are the one team that I think I would have been, you know, complete team, obviously. I would have been a little worried about Giannis. Yeah. That's the one guy, you know, that's the one, that's the, that's the threat. Let's just call it what it is. I think that that would have been the threat to the Sixers. The biggest threat is the Bucks. If they're out, sky's the limit, fellas. I mean, I had I had the Sixers winning the ship. Um, I don't know. So do Nick, who did you have? Because I did I not. I the Suns winning. You got year, the Suns. Of course. I put the hex on Who do you right? got them facing? I'm dead ass. You might it's have. so bad. Well, I appreciate it for the Sixers' sake. Um, who, so who, do you got, who do you got them beating? I had them beating the Sixers. You did? Yeah. And do you, sure. you, don't, you oh, have the Warriors the there. there. I know. Third episode. And I got, for some reason, I keep thinking, and you, Nick, I got, thinking the Bucks. I got the Sixers beating the Suns in six. I have this. The, it'll shake up everything if the Suns and Bucks are out. I have the Sixers beating the Warriors. Man, they look good too. Yeah, they do. I mean, we can give them a little note here before we move on, right? Jordan Poole is that guy. I can't believe he was in the G League, the G League last year. Jordan Poole and Tyrese Maxey are one and two. Uh, should be the most improved players. Period. And and no no disrespect. Okay, no disrespect to Darius Garland. I, I honestly think you could go one A, B, and C right there. Give him a give him a co award winner, and two of those guys aren't even in the race. The crazy thing that's ridiculous to me. What's wild with Jordan Poole is he is like a combination of Clay and Steph, because he could do all the crazy shots that Steph does, and he could still spot up shoot like Clay. It's it's unbelievable. He's he he changed good. he changed the, the he changed the whole changed everything. Of that team. I mean, they got three Splash Brothers right now. <laughs> Facts or cat? And Draymond Green can shoot. <laughs> That's facts. Screen. Screen. I mean, Draymond Green locked. Dray looks ass good. Up yeah, the other night. Yeah. The key takeaway here is if Jokic was doing the shit he's doing right now and he played for Philadelphia, let's say, he would be vilified. Timberwolves are. 
busting the Grizzlies wide open. That's going seven, and you were right. I mean, you got you got Minnesota winning. I revised it. I have I still have Memphis winning, but I have winning in seven at home. There's this thing called a resume. And if you check it, hey, it's early on. Mine's A plus. But that was a that was a good call with the seven games. I'll give you that. I have the Timberwolves winning that. You got Memphis, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I got me Memphis too. in like the Western Conference Finals, bro. I, I changed it. I had them so I had them in <laughs> They're losing it pro. I do shut see, up. Like, I'm just see like the NBA is is a game of emotions. If you lose one game in the playoffs, it's like a fucking bomb went off on your house. But if you win, <laughs> it, you live in a mansion. Everything's beautiful. Everything's glorious. Cat. I, that's not cap. That's not cap. Everybody, He's got a point, Mike. Everybody jumped off the, off, off the Memphis bandwagon when they lost game one. Then they win game two, and they're like, oh, well, Memphis is back. You know, like, here they are. They're going to win the next fucking game. That was the media. That wasn't me. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm with that's you the still, consensus. Nick. I just think it's bullshit. It's a, it's a change of emotions. I'm with you still, Nick. I, although I think the only reason why I changed it to seven was because of matchups. Strictly just matchups. I still think Memphis is better. That's the only reason I said Timberwolves. They ran into, like, it, it's just an It's awful like equivalent matchup. to, like, you, you know what the, the Wolves remind me of, like, weirdly? And I hope they don't because I want Memphis to win. But they remind me of, like, the 07 Giants. They got hot in the playoffs. <laughs> oh. Start creeping up. You know what I mean? And then here they go. Like, I feel like if they could beat Memphis, they're going to have crazy confidence. They will. Yeah, and, then how, and then how are the Warriors going to be able to stop Towns? True. The problem. That's, like, a, that's another matchup right here's there. Here's the thing. This is exactly why I picked the Timberwolves. got Pat Bev over there. Mm-hmm. Hassling we people. He's, yeah, he's been, a, he's been Dude, a different thinker for them. We were laughing after the show because I'm like, why did I say the Clippers? As soon as the show was over, I'm like, I don't know why I said the Clippers. I said it was the Wolves because I was trying to bring that into saying the Wolves would beat the Grizzlies because of the matchup because they don't have anybody to deal with Towns. Like, at least with the Warriors, you could throw Draymond at them who can play defense. Adams can't do shit. And... Patrick Beverly is the worst type of player for John Morant because Patrick Beverly is so annoying. And when you're not a, when you are not a yeah. consistent jump shooter, which Ja isn't, he's more of a rim attacker, that just gives him problems. It does. And it wears him out. It makes him tired. That game ain't over yet, though. No, it's not. We'll check back in. We'll yeah. check back in. Yeah. Keep giving us updates, all right? Mm-hmm. But back to, well, first of all, Jokic, yes, he would be vilified if he did this shit and he played in Philadelphia. He, he he's actually the opposite of valuable right now for this team. Seriously, yeah. his plus Am minus I is horrible. I'm indifferent about it. Like, I just don't get it. I haven't seen one player say that Jokic is MVP. Nobody it's only hates Jokic the media. more than Philly fans right now. <laughs> it's it's really you know what I hate. The media is pissing me off right now because you're letting the NBA front office or the commissioner's office whatever sway you. That's what it is. No one from the process, no sixer can win an award for the end of time. False. Except finals MVP. False stole them. <laughs> I love false. Yeah, I love that. That was that was cool. That's, um, that's why Philly doesn't hate faults. I mean, he sees it for what it is. And he was supported here. Unlike Ben Simmons bitching about Philly. He Fultz understood. He he didn't perform to what he should have been, but he still has love for the city because we supported him even when he was down. Same with Ben. Yeah, and we all wanted it to work out. Okay, it didn't work out. But this is a perfect segue, guys, because we got the Nets and Celtics. And this is back to the point where I was saying a second ago, shit is looking dandy for the Sixers as far as, like, 
you know, later rounds. I don't want to dismiss the Heat. They play hard and they're playing well right now. Okay, I don't want. I don't want to. them out. You know, one round at a time, one game at a Absolutely, time. Absolutely. Yep. But the bracket is shaping up in a way that benefits the Sixers because teams like the Nets. Well, first of all, the Celtics look great. Yeah, Celtics. No, they are they're, legit. They're a force. And I regret that pick. I didn't get to change that one. I wanted to go because uh, here's the reason why Me I keep too. saying this. Okay, Me I too. keep saying change this, change that because. The brackets on NBA.com technically locked last night. They locked at midnight today. Hmm. Believe it or not. I don't know why they do it this way. I just, I didn't even know. The first round's already almost over. I don't give a fuck. So (laughs) you're going to actually see, like, now you're going to see our brackets posted on social. All right? Stay tuned, everybody. You'll see it. You already heard it on the show, but you're going to actually see it now. I can't flip-flop. They locked. Once I lock it in, I'm done. Yeah, I I did the same thing, Nick. All I did was I might have changed a a series or two as far as games. Games, yeah. But, like... I really do wish that I changed my pick there. Mm-hmm. I was just Me like, too. nah, I can't be like that. Like for the sake of the show, everything. But I would pick the Celtics right now. It's. I mean, anybody would. They're they're scary looking right now though. Like they're they're looking like they're gonna make a run, and they're looking like conference championship material. Nah, bro, they're looking like finals material. Bro. They do look like finals Jason material. Jason Tatum, I saw the look in his eyes. He's got the eye of the tiger. Him, Jalen Brown, that whole Celtics team. They don't care who they play. Line them the fuck up. We'll play Brooklyn, and we don't give a fuck who you are. I like that shit. That's why you don't run away from teams. And look, they are busting their ass. They are locking up KD. I have never seen KD play this bad. I was texting you about it. He's been I, smothered. I, he's been absolutely. I love him. He, he's been in <laughs> jail. that smile. Turn he's to in show jail. the camera because I can't change the angle. Love it. He's in jail. Like love straight it. up. I've like, never been so jail. happy. <laughs> it's, it's facts. And I, I just never seen KD miss so many shots like that in my life. Like, he was Nick. over 10 in the second half, and that would have been... Oh, shit. That would have been... <laughs> Keep going, please! Wait, let me tell you I'm this. I'm just being honest. Game you you got to be honest. Game one, that man turned the ball over like seven straight possessions. I was just like, oh, my God. He couldn't adjust. Kyrie looked pretty good, but, like, overall, though... This team, the Nets, I mean, they were the favorites. They were the favorites to win it all, even entering the series. Wild. Okay. I I don't understand it. Because outside of those two, what do you got? Okay. For real. Like, you don't have shit. And last night, Bruce Brown had 23, Seth had 16, and Dragic had 18. That's your max that you're going to get out of that. And they still lost. Um, Series is over. It's definitely. I would be surprised. Just how many games? I would be surprised if it went more than five. Wow. Wow. I have six minimum either way because I have to stick with it. I have to out of respect. They are smothering. Smothering. But let me tell you this. If it ends ugly like you're saying, KD and Kyrie better get fucking crucified in the media. I hope so. They can't escape criticism. I wrote down this fun stat. They cannot escape criticism if it ends in five. I want this. I I can't. I wrote down this funny stat. A guy, you guys might know him. He wore number 23, wore number six before. He played the same. Oh, come on. You're going to go this way. He played the same Celtics in a seven-game series. He didn't have a teammate average more than 13 points. You're going to give me the LeBron angle. Yeah, I know what he did against the Celtics. 34. LeBron's better than. LeBron is better than KD and Kyrie. 34, 34, 9, and 8. 52 from the field. 40 from three. But I digress on behalf of the association. Listen, <laughs> who's going to argue with that? 
I know. No. I'm I know you just want to you want to pump your 17. LeBron muscles what? out here as much 17. as you can. 17. Bro, they ain't, they, this ain't the same self. This ain't the same. It's team. the same core. This team is not the same team. That, it's not the same team. Younger Listen, this they defense, are grown-ups now. This defense they're, they're grown men right now. now is smothering. This defense is smothering. So fuck out of here. With I'm this gonna. Shit. He's he's trying to pump up LeBron's ass. Hey, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just let you, I'm let just you LeBron muscles for a minute and enjoy it because right. LeBron would would have more success in this series. Honest to God, but right. go ahead, give a give a flex. Right, so, no, I'm actually gonna defend KD a little bit. KD's tired. Huh? He's tired. He's averaged 42 minutes a game over the past month. He wouldn't have to if this team. Wasn't so ass behind him. Do you know he hasn't played 20 consecutive games in Brooklyn? He hasn't played 20 I'm, consecutive games. I can't games. say I'm surprised. They're they're both out, like, periodically for a long time each. <clears throat> Kevin Durant right now is going through what LeBron had to do for so long. The difference is KD and Kyrie are basically the same player. They're pure superstar scorers, average defenders, and below well, average offensive uh, creators. I don't want to say average defender for KD. I think he's underrated. That right. said, it That's depends fair. on what role you're asking to play. If he's if he's a rim protector, well, game one. I'd rather have him there than than one on one. Game one solidifies my point. I mean, I mean, I, I get don't it. think I the series it. is over. It's not. It's not over, and it could it's flip over. right away. Absolutely. So I don't want to. I don't want to like go crazy here. They're not winning four. But out it's of five. going. It's you think going. KD and Kyrie, you think the Brooklyn Nets going four? The out of only five. way the net if the Nets do win this. The Why? Nets, the Nets, the only chance of them winning it is going into seven games. They're not going to be able to win it at six. They're not winning four straight. No. But seven, I mean, I, I don't see it at this moment. No, um, I, I don't I don't see it either. And I had the I, Nets. I, I don't think they had I don't think like they're out of it. Did you both have the Celtics? I did. You had the I, Nets? I had the Nets. I had the I Nets at six. Man. I have the Celtics in six. And yeah. Nets in six. Here's the thing. Yeah. KD and Kyrie combined. I'm you, combined. <laughs> combined last night six assists they can't create offense for other players that's not their game that's why Kyrie Irving thrived with LeBron and he hasn't done shit without him and that I'm not even saying that this has nothing to do with LeBron he is he's a Robin that thinks he's a Batman what's my favorite quote Mike he hasn't done shit because he's not available that that goes into it but guys what's my favorite quote I say it a lot on this show. I may say it in a different sport. It's a team game. It's a team game, and they are not a good team. They're playing ISO ball, basically. They're two ISO ball players. Because you have they're two they're the same player. And see, here's the difference between those two and James Harden right now, okay? Because obviously so wait, those wait. two are better than James Harden. Hold I'm on. Out. Hold, I'm hold, 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 hold. Okay, go Can ahead. Def- go ahead. Go, go, go. You're good. You're good. Because here's good. the thing. The difference between those two and James Harden right now. Yes, are they better than James Harden right now? Yes. The difference is James Harden was willing to sacrifice for the better of the team and change his game to make the Sixers a winning team. Okay? That takes some pride. This is a guy who obviously, I'm sure, wants to shoot the ball more. I'm sure he wants to score 30-plus a game. Uh, but I, this is what's best for the team. He is He's become a playmaker. I disagree with you a little bit on that. Uh, how not? How's no, this, no, no, no. I agree with you that Harden changed his game. The only reason I disagree, I don't think Kyrie or KD can do that because they're not also natural. Partially, partially true. They're going to get Ben Simmons back, though, in game four. That's go- And they're going to be worse. 
I, 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 everyone that if okay. Nets win game three, Simmons fucks around. He says, "Fuck it, I'm pulling up from three and he starts making these shits. And you got Katie and Kyrie. Not happening, fam. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He could shock the world and say, "Fuck it, I had nothing to lose." He's Nick, done nothing you know to indicate. I got that he nothing can do to that. fucking lose anymore. I don't the one fuck. interesting angle but here. I don't believe it. He hasn't played in eight months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nick, if if the Nets win game three and they get Simmons back in game four. And he's at like, I don't know, let's say 80%. 80% Simmons should probably be enough at least on the defensive side of the ball, distributing the ball and whatnot. It, sh it should make it interesting. That's all I'm going to say. And I, that's like, I'm, you know, I got you. I, I'm giving some wiggle room here because he hasn't played in a fucking well, long time. I want to go back to your point. You said earlier that Brooklyn's just not a good team, right? They're not a good team. They don't play so good team ball. If it's a team game, why would KD and Kyrie get so much slack from the media? They shouldn't. That's my whole point. You know? They shouldn't? They shouldn't have any slack right now. Oh, oh, okay. They should be getting smacked around by oh, the media. All right, I was about to go off. And they just don't seem like... Yeah, like, well, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, that's what I mean. Like, why would the media smack them around? If if they're, if they're just on a bad team and they're just getting outperformed by a better team, I mean that's just not because they, they they did they, this. they also are playing well. That's that's the main reason they left I mean, their squad and they came together because they and thought they that those this, two can do it. They, they assembled, assembled this team, but the they don't have continuity. They 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 weren't together all season long with this COVID shit with Kyrie. Who's he has, that? I'm that's, just saying it's it's. That's the reason, Mike. If they had continuity the last three years, I can guarantee you Brooklyn would be a better team. False. They wouldn't have traded for James Harden probably because they probably would have been to get other pieces around them to make them a, a, a deeper team. That's what I believe, and they would be better off because they would have continuity and they would have pieces around them to help them out. You're still missing that point. That's though. the thing, though, is they chose this route. I agree with you with the continuity point, but that's the thing. They chose this route, and that's why the bench is ass. That's why the starting lineup, I mean, listen, if, if Simmons comes back, it's a pretty good look to start a lineup. Um, but otherwise, they're just not a deep team. And that's because this is the way they wanted it to be. They wanted to have that flexibility at a third star. They committed to it. And they're the ones who didn't play games. Kyrie didn't get the vaccine. KD couldn't stay healthy, the usual these days. Kyrie doesn't even stay healthy. James Harden can't, the thing, can't like, stay healthy. Yeah, like they, I, I, they committed to this route, and that was their choice. So well, they they should take a lot of the blame for that alone, because that was their choice, and they they openly talk about it. You know. Well, then I would look at Kyrie more than I would look at KD because not for nothing, it, it ain't KD's fault that Kyrie didn't want to get the vaccine. He wasn't available. Whoa, wait a minute though. That's you, not his fault. Kev, Kyrie Irving has a pattern of erratic irrational behavior okay and kevin durant left a stable organization with a superstar guard and chose kyrie irving when he knows that at that any point in time he can just flail out and here's the problem kevin durant is too cool of a dude he does not hold his players accountable but that's not his fault if 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 Kyrie didn't want to get the vaccine to not become available for his team. That's not KD's fault. I get it. He chose to play with an, with an erratic player, all this shit about Kyrie, whatever. Whatever you want to call him. I don't care. Because I, I agree with you. He is crazy. You sit He's him the fucking fuck down. Crazy. He, he thinks the earth is flat, bro. So, is so like, <laughs> I, that's all I need to say on that like real quick. So Kyrie don't do it for the name on the front? No, no. he does it for Irving. Been screaming. Young Irv. The, Uncle Drew. The That's thing it. that they deserve the most blame for right now, though, 
is their play. It's just not good enough. They're not playing well. He had 10 points last night. Exactly. That's the Kevin problem. Kevin Durant 0 for 10 in the second half. What I'm saying the, is. The problem is they're not playing you well You got my enough. point, though, right? Yeah, no, we what we I was understand saying what is you're like, saying. That's not KD's fault. I mean, like, not for nothing. He did choose to play with them, but it's like something that, like, happening like that are, is just so slim to none that you can't predict. So, like, my thing is just, like, you can't blame KD for that. I only blame him because he chose the situation, and I don't think that continuity would fix them because, again, KD and Kyrie are, like, they're the same player. They don't create offense for other players. They just get buckets. That's why KD thrived in Golden State. He wasn't able to get doubled. Now he's getting double teamed. Now he is getting doubled, and he's seeing what that pressure is. But Kyrie also, Irving, like they're just—they're just not playing well. Like that's the yeah. thing yeah. they're—they're they're not playing. They're not hitting their shots the way they need to play for this team to advance. Those they're just had, not playing well. You have six assists. That's why they need to be literally hung out to dry. They need to be shit on in the media. If this game—if this series ends in five games, they need to be dumped on for real. Six like this. assists, just like this. All right. <laughs> It's unacceptable. Real. Six. Unacceptable. They need to go at least six. Six assists. It's not. Yikes. You don't win like that. Oh, man. Well, we got an update for the Timberwolves and yeah, Grizzlies. Throw us, it throw is us 51 to 44. The Wolves are over the Grizz. The Grizz have roared back. They have. How they much have time clawed their left? way back. It's halftime. Oh, this game. This and is, it was this like, is a wide open game. It was 51 to 32 at one point, right? They were almost up 30. Sixers were down That's 17 crazy. yesterday. No yeah, big deal. Which is wild. I think it was 48 21 at one point, which is. It was. It's 51 yeah, to 44. 23 to 12. Yeah, well, no Here smoke. they come. They run up the chimney. Yeah. Yeah. You've been hearing that shit? They got their best punch. Now it's time to fucking go kill. You know what I mean? Running up the chimney. <laughs> ja has five points, but <laughs> I can guarantee you he's about to go off. He has five? Yeah, he's got five That points. explains uh, a little scoring right. output. Again, Patrick Beverly is annoying. I'll it's take right. him on the Sixers. I'll, I'll bet on Ja every day. This is a good chance to segue out of basketball, guys, because we ain't talking about... Uh, well, we'll see how this game ends, but I'm tired of talking about bums, all right? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh. I got one more question for you guys. Go ahead. Who you guys got tonight, Jazz or Mavericks? Oh, you and know Nuggets what? And Warriors. I had one question, so I'll answer your question. Um, this one's in Dallas, right? This is game three. This one's in Utah. All right. Wait, yeah. Are they, are Sorry, Mike. Oh, is it really in Utah right now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did I have it mixed up? Maybe I did. Oh, yeah, I did. I did. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would probably lean Utah tonight. But sure. series, I still got Mavs winning the series. The fact that they went and took a game, like, my question was this. Whether or not they could go, you know, one-on-one on the, in the homestand. And, you know, stay alive with Luka pending. Yeah. I think that they're going to win in a seven. And that's why I picked them in seven. Now I remember. Because they are. They were the home team. I got the Jazz tonight and the Warriors. I got the Warriors in three. And three. <laughs> I got I the got Warriors the might be the only sweet. I got the go Mavericks ahead. and I got the Warriors. Oh, Sixers. Sorry. Thank you. Sorry. In the West. Go ahead. I like hey. the Mavericks tonight and I like the Warriors. I like the Mavericks team. I think they're, they're they play as a team. Like I think the Jazz are just a bunch of misfits, man. They, they fucking that, hate each other. It's a, yeah, like, <laughs> but 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 the Mavericks love each other. Like I, I feel like you never have any issues with them, and they they just play as a team. They've been Even playing without hard. their best player, they are winning a playoff game. Like that just speaks volumes in itself about the overall team. And I'm I'm rolling with the Mavericks. That's why Nick, I, I have absolutely the utmost confidence they win this series. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they'll find yeah. a way, whether or not it's this game or the next game. They're going to win the series. The Jazz are getting blown up, too. 
Oh, Max. absolutely. Donovan we'll talk about Donovan that. And Nets. God. Pete. All right, fellas. Pete. You know what time it is, right? You know what time it is. Mm-hmm. We're almost back. Mm-hmm. I can't wait until the NFL's back. It's about to go crazy. Mm-hmm. Bang! Bang! That's always a crowd pleaser. I'm a pleaser. <laughs> <laughs> oh my We're God. back on the NFL, and there's been some crazy news. All right. First Every time I hear up, that, I literally think of that now. The best. It's yeah. my favorite TikTok on the page. It's so funny. Shout out. By the way, um, for you Ben Simmons lovers out there, go check out Mike's Ben Simmons hype video that is now on our TikTok. Holy it's back a little tribute four. to him returning in game four. Possibly. Dropping him in game four is a fucking disaster. And I'm here for <laughs> no. it. I can't, that's going to be my second favorite thing. It would be crazier if Brooklyn goes down 3-0 and then, and then they get Ben back and they get swept. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so fitting. That would be crazy. I didn't that even would be think insane. of that. I hope that, ha- yo, actually, that happens. Yo, do you believe he comes back if they're down 3-0? Uh, no. Yeah, they're, gonna trade, so they're trading him in the offseason. No, I mean, like, okay, okay, I, I, I get what you mean. Yeah. Okay. All right, NFL talk. Enough of these bums. Debo Samuel hmm. has requested a trade. Out of the 49ers, wow, that escalated. I mean, yeah, who the fuck wants to play with Trey Lance? <laughs> God. Well, according to I you, got, Jimmy got, G started this year. So, yeah. yeah. So, I didn't forget that. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait when he gets moved. I can't wait. I got something great for you guys. I got a theory on that, but go ahead. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait to hear this shit. I can't. It's theories, baby. <laughs> I can't wait to hear yeah. <laughs> We need to have a soundbite of that. We'll get it. It's theories. Okay. So, Debo... I can't believe this, really, how this shaped up, okay? So, first, <clears throat> do you think he gets <clears throat> traded? Plain and simple. Hell fucking yeah. Wow. This dude is fucking out of here. He wants nothing to do with San Fran. Look, this is the reason why he wants to get traded, and this is my theory. He's looking at the wide receiver market. He knows how volatile this fucking sport is between being healthy and injured. The the way he plays his position is more injury prone than other wide receivers that are used, right? And he's looking at the wide receiver market and he's like, holy shit, look at everybody else getting 25 uh, million a year. I want that bag. Give me four years, 25 million. I'll secure my fucking life for the, for the rest of my life. And the reason why he doesn't want to be a running back slash wide receiver is because you get paid less. So obviously he wants to be labeled as a true wide receiver to get the bag. That's how I feel on it. And, and that's my theory. I, I honestly agree with you because part of it was this, this is supposedly what they're saying. They're saying that Debo does not want to be used like a running back at all. But and obviously, this is for longevity in his career. Absolutely, and that and that is literally San Fran's system. They find those wide receivers that do the you know the the fucking end arounds and all that other you know gadget shit plays. It's what they do. That's that's their system. So he knows that. So he knows that if he's on that team, they're obviously going to ask, hey, like to you know to to run these plays. What are you going to say, no? And then you lose all that money because now you're you're considered a bad teammate and a cancer in the locker room. You know what else is whacked here? Bro, I'm telling you, he wants to he wants to leave because he knows another team is going to treat him as a true wide receiver. But he didn't. That's a th- that's he the other thing, by the way, Nick. Told this year. No, Nick. What? He didn't really be successful. Nick, I agree with you. I agree with you. Can I can I add to it? Can I add to it? I totally agree with you. Like everything you said. 
I really do. I, I completely agree. Mm -hmm. Good. I'm going to add to it, though. Okay? Two parts. Doesn't that actually kind of hurt his trade value? Because they're asking for a, quote, king's ransom. And he doesn't want to play running back at all. He wants to play wide receiver only. So now I wonder if a team is going to be willing to pay the price to get him. That's the first thing. That's part one. Part two, um, he makes an interesting case. Um, only because top five in receiver yards this year, despite playing all those all those downs as a running back, despite the usage. Top five in receiving yards. So he makes a case. But the thing is, though, I just don't I I don't know if a team is gonna commit because of that. Like that's a thing. That makes him so valuable that you can use him however you choose. Um is he investable as a wide receiver? Absolutely. I just don't know if he's gonna be the type that nets, you know, Devontae Adams territory or Tyreek Hill. And that's that's gonna be what they're asking for. They're gonna ask for that exact package. Um but I do think, Nick, you're hundred percent correct on your take. I think that he he definitely is. Like upset with the way he's being used and additionally i think he was also upset that he didn't get this contract right away like right after these guys got paid i think he's a little butthurt because i think san fran is willing to give him whatever he wants that's by all accounts that's what Schefter said it's debo that doesn't want to be there right now so nick your theory is correct man that's he sounds like a little salty. Um, yeah, I he, just, sound, he sounds a little bit dramatic. I mean, it's I guess his, it's his second year, and he's it's his first. It's his breakout year. It's it's kind of like it's. But again, we he's talked got a about case, this but he's got some. Ba it's bad timing. We talked about I mean? this before. These players run the NFL now. They do. It's becoming These like the NBA a little are bit. So fucking crazy that like. It's honestly insane. You want to get paid $25 million to play wide receiver for four years. So that's $100 million that you are making to play a sport for four fucking years. I think that is fucking crazy. <laughs> I am sorry. I. It's like the middle class people, you just get fucked. You absolutely get fucked. What if I have a really good fucking year where I work after one year and I demanded a fucking hundred grand raise? Why not? Don't work like that. I know, but does it ever is it ever going to trickle down to the middle class? Not or do they have you by the balls to the point where you can't even fucking, you know, expand like that? Player player empowerment has it's it's the inmates running the asylum. It's at an all time high. Sound like now. uh Mr. McNair of Houston. Yeah, well, <laughs> He's a pile of He's shit. A, okay, I'm not you're, that you're, way. You're, you're not like that. But it's very, very... I got you, though. But that it is true, quote. though. The NBA, it's the truest quote I've ever heard. The NBA is trickling into the NFL, just like Dave just said. The problem is now is... I said it, too, right before. The problem that. is, too, also, is... Play, like, he got banged up this year, right? Debo Samuel, he got banged up a little bit. I honestly believe this. I believe people are looking at players like Baker who just cost himself millions upon millions and are saying, like, no, fuck that. I want my money now. This is his second year. He's going into his third year. He wants his contract. Kyler Murray, third year. I want my contract. Players are doing that now because they're not going to risk playing hurt. You know, Dak part, Prescott part did it. Part of it, though, honestly, is just leverage because he knows he's got him by the balls. They, they need him. all the leverage. He's got all the leverage because of the contracts that were just handed out. The league is shifting already in a direction of fully guaranteed deals. 
it should have already been that way. Let's you know be honest. Like it? baseball shouldn't be fully guaranteed, and football. Like I mean, come on, it's you, football. They need to be guaranteed. Hey guys, you know how you stop it? What Daryl Morey did. Fuck you. I'm not trading you until I get what I believe is sa a satisfactory comp package. I'm not trading you. You could sit on yeah, the well, bench. The, the difference, and do though, nothing. Mike, is that this happens in the NFL all the time, and they have stricter penalties. That was Who? the first time the the NBA has never seen anything like the holdout Ben Simmons had. That was the first time we ever Good. seen. Let him go. The NFL. Oh Zeke. Oh, I'm training in so, Cabo until I get my contract. Stay in Cabo. Have Fuck a you. harder time is all I'm saying because of the penalties that they put on these deals. Who? The in the NFL. No, no, no. I'm saying like if Zeke said Zeke said I'm not reporting the training camp without a deal. Why can't Jerry Jones say I don't give a fuck, stay there, and just not let him play? You don't want to report, you don't get paid. Okay, I don't care. Yeah, I'm, and I'm because okay. you're too invested so I, in, in in the overall player. Well, for me, I, I, would, you know, I, 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 I would lose. I would let my team lose that year. I would lose that player and whatever repercussions happen to the team, and let him just be a selfish asshole and sit out. Okay, so here I I should have worded it differently. First of all, it don't work like that the, too, though, the, because the, you got ticket scale, you, you got yeah ticket sales, you got jersey. Nobody's buying ticket sales strictly because of Zeke. Twofold, twofold. Some people do. The the NFL, okay, quicker depreciation of the asset. The players depreciate faster. That's one thing. So they always want to get value while they can on these deals. Okay. Second part, the players come back because they get stricter penalties imposed on them. So that's one thing the NFL's got going. All right. Um, I'm going to ask you a question, though, because we got to speed things up. All right. And we started uh, five minutes late, so we'll go a little over. But mock trade here. This has been thrown around. This is a structure that's loosely been thrown around around the league. Um, if you're the Philadelphia Eagles, all right, would you do this deal? A first from this year, a third and a fourth for Debo Samuel. And the logic here is, all right, you're giving up the first. That definitely hurts. The three and four, you'll make up for it down the line. Um, it, is it a lot of value? Yeah, it's a lot. But going rate's going to be at least the first. So do you think it's worth it? I do. However, I, I actually am really with Nick on the whole – I mean with you on the, the, the skepticism. Because if he doesn't want to play running back, I don't know what he actually looks like as a strict out strict receiver on the outside. I think he showed you enough there though. I, I got some people are gonna say that. I, did, I, I but get his it. dynamic was also getting in the backfield and running the ball. Mm -hmm. So I, I catching think swing I think passes, going for eighty yards, like I think he actually is a perfect fit for the offense. But so I don't do know I. I don't know if I, I do him. the deal because uh, first of all, I don't think the Eagles do the deal. Whether or not I want to, I don't I don't I don't have care. you seen our I track record, Jack drafting wide receivers aside I, from Devontae I'm Smith. Telling you right now, I don't think they'll do it simply because until they're fully committed to the quarterback, they're not going to pay that kind of money for a receiver. Period. See, that's so dumb. I know. Then you waste a whole fucking You're hurting year. Hurts. You're You're hurting waste hurts. a whole year. I know. You want Jason Kelsey back so fucking bad, you send him a fucking keg of beer, but yet you're going to tank the whole season? It doesn't make any or fucking even sense. Nick, He's leaning towards retirement. You're going to tank the season because you are so unsure of your quarterback. Why don't you go get the fucking wide receiver and see what you could do? And if you fail, you fail. You can go out into the fucking draft, go get your quarterback, and then you still have that wide receiver. Why is that so hard to comprehend? I've, I don't they, fucking understand They do this. need a receiver, no question about it. I hate it. Howie Roseman. I, I maybe, hate it. This maybe, doesn't make any sense. It's the, I mean, honestly The other stupid. theory is maybe you could wait till the trade deadline and snag one of these guys if they remain unsigned. I mean, A.J. Brown just, there's some drama there. Um, Terry McLaurin looking unlikely. They're going to sign him. Yeah, that's that's by all accounts now. But A.J. Brown also is a little upset right now. Close to Jalen Hurts. Maybe you wait a little bit. Just wait it out. 
Howie's always good with the trades. But I, I just don't think that they're going to do it like like now. I don't think it's going to happen right now. I just think the Eagles, for the Eagles, in my opinion, the issue happened with Calvin Ridley because they were getting Calvin Ridley that would have been amazing. for a perfect deal and it threw a monkey wrench. Lower tag, too. Nobody knew that happened. Like, nobody knew that. And I think it threw Howie's hand off. It threw his whole plan into, like, disarray. My thing is this, though. I mean, like, all right, cool. But you, make up for You it. give up a first-round pick, cool. But, like, what's the difference between a first-round pick and a second-round pick at that point? If for a th dynamic wide receiver in Debo Samuel mm -hmm. or DK Metcalf, what is the actual difference between a second-round pick and a first-round pick? If he is that wide receiver... You go, go, you go get him. I'm taking. I don't understand. You go get that guy. Are you going to rely on another rookie to, no, to come in here to and, me, and change the game? It's hard, man. It's hard to find Jamar Chase's year I'm in the taking, I'm taking the proven commodity over yeah. the draft pick any day of the week. And absolutely. And honestly, absolutely. And honestly, like I said, I, I mean, they can get compensatory picks back. I, I'm okay with giving up a first there, but you are going to have to pay him. So you better be sure of it. I, I, like, if you're going to, if you're going to have to give up that deal for receiver. I'd rather give it up for AJ Brown personally, or or DK Metcalf, but Debo's up there too. I'm just saying, like you know, I got it's you. just not yeah. my preferred angle, I guess. Yeah. Um, but he is a perfect fit for the offense for what they want to do, especially actually like he's probably a better fit for Jalen Hurts if we're being honest. Who? Uh, Debo Samuel, absolutely, because he's, he's a guy dynamic. get get the ball in his hands quick, let him do his thing. You know, it, it would be a better fit for the offense. All right, guys, there's one more thing here and and this is how we're going to end the night there is a Jalen Rager trade that I thought was interesting because I'm not sure how you guys are going to re reply to this all right is it a bag of Fritos <laughs> I'll take that he's getting like added on honey barbecue Jones they go fucking bananas the chili Fritos <laughs> they hit. go crazy chili man. Fritos hit the oh they do yeah they do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold on. I, hell, I, I'll take a fucking bag of Smart Pop. <laughs> is that what it's called? Smart Pop? If I'm a, if I'm a team, I wouldn't, trade a, I wouldn't trade a smart six rounder pop for fucking yeah. Jalen Rieger, bro. Who? I wouldn't trade a six rounder for that dude. I don't know what I want for him. <laughs> like, I don't. I mean, if the Eagles are going to trade him, because I, I don't, I just don't think he's going to make the roster. I said this when we drafted him. You drafted. A dollar store Tyreek Hill. I, I don't even know if it is it a dollar store. Yeah, he's, <laughs> is that selling him too high? Yeah, he's like the ninety nine cent iced tea. <laughs> he's just garbage, dude. He he's he's a punt. Re he's a, he, he was drafted. He was coming out of college as a kick returner, and we brought him to the NFL, and he doesn't return kicks. You don't do anything. There's a, there's a lot of things that were done here. Like yes, a lot of it's his fault. Yes, the Eagles deserve some blame. It obviously didn't work out. Justin Jefferson was there. Period. That's all you need to know. Period. Justin Jefferson was there. <laughs> yeah. And at the time, I was advocating you gotta give up another, uh, give up a one and a two and get C.D. Lamb, whatever. Who short up in the past? Okay, here's the deal though, and it goes two ways. So, if you're the Eagles, would you trade both your first rounders? That's 15 and 18, plus Jalen Rager, for the Texans' number three overall pick. Nah. To gain what? To what did they to draft who? Uh, the, so, by all accounts. This is a draft where the top 10 guys, supposedly it's like top tier drops right after number 10. If you want like the, the highest, the upper echelon, you want a top five pick in this draft. That That's by all accounts. If you want a star in the making, you need a top 10 pick. I... Good, good draft overall, but 
and a lot of starters in the draft, a lot of contributors, but star talent, they're saying. You're done after pick 10. So, to be honest, no, no I wouldn't. Number three. I wouldn't because I feel like you can just you can get more at 15 and 18, and we need some pieces. So, I would rather have the two picks. Because, I mean, maybe... I'm keeping the ammo. Yeah, for sure. I, 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 would, I would... Honestly, like, my thought was, I don't want to do it either. I mean, three and, sounds enticing, but unless you're going to take, like... Unless you're getting a quarterback or something like that that you know is a surefire homer, which I know there's nothing like that. But, like the hype around Lawrence and, and Burrow and all that mm -hmm. shit was coming out. Unless you're doing that and going up in three, you're not. You're rolling with Hurts. Keep 15 and 18. You can get a linebacker. Maybe you can get somebody on the offensive side of the ball that helps them. Or you could trade that and get somebody like Debo or something like that that helps your quarterback. Because, again, they're doing like they're doing what they did to Carson Wentz. It's driving me crazy. They're not setting him up. No, they're not. As best as he possibly can. Like The Cowboys went and got Amari when Dak was struggling. Miami got Tyreek Hill. Miami got Tyreek Hill for Tua. It's just like they always do that. Joe Burrow, they're getting his offensive line because his offensive line wasn't that good. Yeah. Like, I'll, come on, they're bro. They're addressing the needs. I'll promise you one thing, guys. I'm not going to say what because I'm saving this for, for our show next week, and I'll give everybody details there because we're going to do an NFL draft preview and, and Eagles draft preview, okay? I will guarantee you they get somebody for Jalen Hurts. It's going to be in the draft. What, you mean Reba? And I'll, I'll – no, I mean, I'm saying Jalen Hurts is going to get a receiver in this draft. Oh, oh, okay. My bad, my bad. I guarantee Sorry. it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I will tell you my prediction on, on our show, though. Okay? I want to save it for that. But Cool. Um, Rager, I think he's out the door either way. I just wouldn't do this deal. If you're the Texans, though, do you do that deal? Like, I, I actually think I wouldn't do it if I'm the Texans either. I think they can get more value than that. Yeah, because they need, they need all the help. They it's not a bad idea, like, sending Rager there, a low-pressure situation. And I mean, essentially, Mills. if you're looking at it like, hey, I believed in him two years ago, then you're maybe looking at it like, oh, I, I'm getting three first out of this. Obviously, yeah. you're not, in my opinion. But yeah, Mills Mafia, yeah, no, no. Are, would you, you, are, would you, are you part of it? He, look, he looked all right. Mills Mafia. Yeah, I'm rooting for him. I don't think, I'll root for him. I don't think they're drafting a quarterback. He showed some promise, dude. He had some like some pretty intriguing stats towards the end of the year. Yeah. He played well, as crazy as that sounds. They're giving, yeah. But they're giving him a shot. Of course. And they signed Brandon Cooks, <laughs> but at least they signed. At least they, at least they yeah. gave him somebody a reliable yeah. vet that he can throw the ball to to get like some some like avenue. Of I success. think what, what Eagles fans are disappointed about is they would have liked to have seen them sign a legitimate vet receiver. Yeah, that's somebody all. that can still somebody play. that's a little more proven than what we have because yes. Devontae Smith's a stud. But, we would have been ha but, happy with Brandon Cooks. I think anybody would have been happy if they went out and signed a vet who at least could be a decent two, even a three. Zach Pascal's not that. I mean, he's he's a situational player at best. Not at the price, but if we would have got Christian Kirk, I think the Eagles fan base would have been happy about that. Because at least it's somebody you know like he can catch. He's not yeah. worth what he got paid in Jacksonville, but he's a reliable receiver. I, he can catch. He's I good. I think they'll be happy after the draft. And it really, safe. if we're being honest, if they if they get a, go and get a receiver that – has Mikey P's stamp of approval. This offseason was all that fucking fantastic. Really, because they don't they don't have a lot they need to add on offense. Mm -hmm. That's it. They need one more receiver. They got everything else. I would add two of them, motherfuckers, but it's me. Yeah, I, I would add another two, but Absolutely. I'm just saying if they do go get one. I, and I by the way, I I think they like Quez Watkins more than most people do. And and there's some signs there that he could do a little more. Fuck this. Science, I'd rather bro. see him as a three though. Who? I don't want to Quez Watkins. I'd rather see I him as a three. That. Fuck the sign. But I, I, that's I, dumb. See, I, I, I hate that shit. Uh, Nick, he gets open. He gets and open. And he's got burners. He, 
but he didn't produce shit. That's, that's, he wasn't a game changer for I us. I don't think that help. was on him as much as it was everyone else. You get Devontae Smith. You get another first-round wide receiver on the outside. What oh, you do me, is yeah, you agree. sign a slot receiver to keep them the fucking chains moving. You already have Goddard. I actually think that's how you play. I think Quez can be that guy. I think he could. I be actually a, do. A, a, I'm dead serious. I, I think do. he could be. A three. I believe he could be a three, bro. I think he's good. We're gonna find out. We are, but I think he's he's good, bro. I really do. I, I think you know he's who's good. good. You know who's good at moving the chains and doesn't get a lot of respect is fucking Greg Ward. I've been screaming for five years, but we Keep don't talk around. about that. Keep him around. Greg Ward's fucking awesome. He he moves the chains and he that's catches all the ball. you need to do at third down, especially with a young quarterback in Jalen Hurts, who all he does is wants to move the chains. Who's he gonna lose? He, Who's he gonna look to? His tight end and his slot receiver. Bang! That's how you move the chain. That's how. I mean, it's that's how football evolved in yeah, the sport it is today. He's still there, and they should they should use him more. Look at all the winning teams. Look at Cooper Cup. Does it been, all? He's been reliable. It's fucking ridiculous. Man, can only imagine if he wanted to get paid. That's another thing. He's he's saying he might take a team friendly deal. Hey, he didn't say he didn't say a goddamn word, and the guy won a Super Bowl MVP. Yep. He's the fucking man. All right, guys. That was an awesome show. Yeah, real fast. Yeah, what's the score of this Timberwolves game? I, I 65 to 48 Timberwolves. Oh, all right. Down by what? 17? Yeah, take it away. How much time left? It's the third quarter. Give yeah, it how away. much time, though? Six minutes. Now they're down by 20 mm. now. All right, take it away. Yeah, that's not, that's not looking right, too take nice. It away. All right, guys. We appreciate it. Philly Phil, hope, hope you're having a good time. I hope they don't win. Happy 30th. He'll be 30 when he gets back. Um, important details. All right. Our next show is going to be Wednesday. All right? Wednesday night. We're only having one show next week. All right? Write this down. Wednesday night, you get your P&I NFL draft preview, Eagles draft preview. There's a little bit of Kyler talk that I purposely skipped tonight, and we'll save for Wednesday. And then, obviously, you still got the NBA playoffs. But they, that's literally the night before the draft. So we're going to have some fun with it. We'll have some uh, some stuff that you can look at for your bets and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk Eagles. It's going to be fun. All right? Fucking Fury's mock draft yep. coming at your head. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Fury's mock draft. But otherwise, this was psychotic and I, iconic episode 75, guys. We made it to 75. Holy shit. You know what? Fuck it. 75. Almost almost there. Three quarters of the way. 75 and staying alive. I love it. Know what I mean? But this episode was brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New players who sign up today using the promo code ICONIC receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Daily Fantasy Made Easy. Also, I hope you're watching us on the Props Network at Props HQ tonight, where you need to go and subscribe. If you haven't already, you will not regret it. Again, one last time before I pass it off to Nick Theories. Next show, Wednesday night, 8 p.m. here. Philly Phil will be back, and he'll be old as shit, age 30. He's going to be feeling it. Promise. Don't say that. Yeah, man. He's going to be flying back the night before, age 30 partying in cali and vegas <laughs> yeah it's different that day you know yeah, he's gonna be rusty yeah <laughs> no doubt but we'll have him back so we'll have everybody back wednesday night 8 p.m thank you so much as always nick theories you know what to do 
Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And we will see you guys next Wednesday at P&I, baby.